is the Tillcast episode 430, The Bacon Cycle. And this week, guys, we call talk more Call of Duty, Bacon, Carry On, Neon Abyss, Bacon, and the new version of Seven Days to Die. Stay tuned. Makes more bacon. And it sizzles. Ah. Hey, it's the Tillcast, and we're back. Hey, well, before we really jump in, two and a half of us are here. Yeah, it is August seventh at nine thirty-seven p.m., thirty-six hours away from the last time Rusty slept. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty close to it. Hi guys. So I'm Nas and Gales. I'm Jason. I'm sleepy. <laughs> and together, that's Rusty. We're three of the seven dwarves. <laughs> Um, just to get ahead of it, um, we are an M-rated show, so you're going to hear some cock-fucking-damn. Um, and you're going to hear about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Some, some games, some news, and I don't know how long the bullshit actually will run. It's just, that's the standard intro. Yeah. Uh, quick yeah. shout-out to Nimp. Last week he was on the show. We had a lot of fun with him. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty fun. Thank you, TVGP Boston, uh, for letting us borrow Nimp. Um, that was that was a hoot. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It's half uh, half Michiganers, non oopers, and some Southerners. Yeah, it was a it was like a North versus a South episode. It's uh, I don't I, I don't necessarily fully hold it against him. He just needs to move a little farther north. Is all. I so I proofed the episode when I was listening to it today, but I can't remember for the life of me what was the name of those like web stories that he was reading. Oh, SCPs? I'm going to have to try to remember that. Yeah. Uh, I can actually send you some. It's Send me it's... something to get started, Nim. Um, Rusty will hear this before you do, so well, I, Rusty I will get them for me. I think I just heard it. That, that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So. I'm, um, I'm so fucking weird right now. <laughs> so what's the state of the Tillcast right now is that we do episodes as we can. And then we'd like to get to yeah. regular episodes. Basically, so, like, since COVID started, it's been a whole lot of life. Yeah, it's just so. shit's just going all over the place. Um, things have been weird. Um, I live in this room in fr- on Fridays. It's really fucking weird to literally be in the same chair I was working in and spin it around to the podcast table for two hours after I stopped working. Um, I have worked three... D- in three days, I've done five days worth of work, which literally means that I took no breaks and took super short lunches. And as I was doing things, I was doing other things, you know, yes. on a meeting, grading things, you know, doing. on a meeting, doing something else. 80% engaged. People think I'm engaged. No, I'm really continuing to work on what I had going on because I don't want to work any fucking overtime. With that being said, that is, I was pushed myself super fucking hard. And I should not have to do that to take time off work, but it is what it is. I yeah. was off work, so I was off work for a few days. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. Rusty made it to the show, and I'm really glad he did. Mm-hmm. Despite that, yeah. despite the lack of sleep, I'm going to probably fuck with him a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry you. in advance. You suck so much. <laughs> when was the last time you went to bed? When did you wake up last? Uh, about this time yesterday. So, 9 o'clock Thursday? Yeah. That was when you were waking up. Yeah. And you just never went back to bed. And it's your I weekend, mean, isn't it? It is my weekend. And you just... 
did were you doing anything? Like, I, was there a? Mu- I did all that, jacking off. Was that I a did master- all the things. Do your palms hurt? My, <laughs> like that's a lot of jacking off to say. I just up. had to look at my palms to tell whether or not my palms hurt. <laughs> you really did just look at your palms. You're like, did I get a callus? Which confirms my theory. I mean, no. You um, have the smoothest palms on the table, by the way. Um, I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. uh they're he uses very more lotion on his skin than an even fucking Buffalo Bill used on his victims. I mean, yeah, that that's how he keeps it feeling strange. <laughs> you know, this is really horrible. But I he saw just it. uses a different scented lotion, and it's a new woman. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that reminds me. So I was looking on. You're not wrong. I was bored. <laughs> I was bored waiting on you guys, and I saw some, you know, a guy that on my Facebook posts these random stories that, you know, if they're, knows if they're real or not. The story was that at some point, I want to say it was rural Nebraska, a guy got both of his arms ripped off Whoa. At, in a farming accident and then used a pencil to dial on a rotary phone, 911, to get yeah. help. And they reattached his arms, and I just thought, double strange. Double, <laughs> very double strange. Like, did he ever regain feelings in his hands? But that was, like, the first thing I thought was, like, double strange. Double strange. And I immediately <laughs> felt awful, and I was like, no, I'm going to keep that. That's no, pretty cool. No, you're, 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 you're probably right. There's some pins and needles going on there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, sure there is. <laughs> He's still alive. But, yeah, they managed to, re- according to the story, which, you know, who knows if it's real or not, it's on Facebook. Um, they attached that's, both of his arms. That's a mighty bad fucking day to have both yeah, your arms. I lost my fucking arms. What happened? Well, you Thursday call what happened. Yeah. I lost my arms. So, How so, are you talking to us? My arms are gone. Get the fuck up here. I can't hear you. The phone's on the floor. My arms are gone. You know, that, unless that happened back in the 1970s. I want to say it was like the 40s or 50s. 40s or 50s. When, so I mean, he was using a rotary, rotary phone. If you were using a rotary phone, because most of those were gone by the 70s. So, I mean... What are you I'm, talking about? I had one growing up. I said did I. Yeah, right. Your parents but were broke as shit. Y- your parents had are... the old phone still. Are older and yeah. were broke as shit. My parents were... Are older. You actually have the shit. oldest parents here, and you're the youngest person. I do. Jason's parents are in his seventies. My parents are in their sixties, and Rusty's are like in their forties still. Um, I I knew my great grandparents for years. Shout um, out to my dad, who will never listen to this. He he actually turned seventy two, or no, I'm sorry, sixty nine. On Monday, your grandfather nice. is my, thirteen my, years younger than my my mom is. My mom my, turned seventy three this year, or not great grandfather. My my only living grandparent right now is no. My second living grandparent is eighty two. So I have a grandpa left on my mom's side um, that's eighty two, and a grandma on my father's side who is also eighty two. I have no grandparents, and that's my, all I got left. I've got grandparents in their seventies. I lost. And you're the oldest one here. What, thirty nine? Yeah. Well, my Going circumstances is a little I'm, different. I I was born when my mom was thirteen. So. Yeah. Wait, your birthday's this month, and you're going to be thirty nine. Yes. Okay. I had to think about that and for a second. Jason, I'll you're going to be thirty five. Ah, thirty five. Okay. We're all fairly close. We're all within four years. Yes. And for some reason, I always think yeah. Jason's like thirty two because he's got the most hairlines. 
He just gets younger. No, Jason's just... like Jason's no. hairline is so low. Like when he starts losing hair, it'll look like he has a normal hairline. Like by the time he's fifty, his hairline will be where he'll never mine lose was hair. when it was thirty. I'm never going to lose hair. My hair is turning white before I lose any of it. <laughs> My wife was actually pointing that out to me the other day. So last week I had a couple of days off in the middle of the week. And I have uh doing a couple different things over the over the last uh, month and a half. I have apparently uh hyperextended or basically have tiny tears in my tricep and my bicep on my left arm. I'll take the cheap shot there. Yeah. So Russ do a pantomime though. Yes. He will. Um so I have been I still have very little function on my of my left arm. I cannot raise it all the way up. So what would happen um, if I just did this? So most mornings I get punched. Right. Cool. Uh would that wake me up? Most mornings the last couple of weeks I've barely been able to get out of bed. Try it. Uh first thing. So I'm grunting my way out of bed the other morning. As you do. Go to the bathroom. Sit on the damn toilet. All right, Dad. Mm-hmm. My wife, my wife comes into the bathroom because we only have one mm. in my house. Mm. She's like, "I have to take a shower." I'm like, "The shower." If you there. can survive the stink. Oh my god! <laughs> like, not looking forward to this. Here you go. So she's passing by me to get into the shower, and she goes. Oh, you're salt and pepper up there. Wait, no, he's That's... got. I mean, he does, like, he's got wheat and salt. Yeah, it's all like wheat and salt. That's really what it is. But she's like, "Oh, you're all salt and peppery." I'm like, "I fucking hate you." So what did I do? He colored it. I buzzed <laughs> it all off. <laughs> he's like just for men. <laughs> My just for men has a different name, spelled W A H L. I thought it was going to say manscaped. I, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, not sponsored. Could be. It does make your penis look bigger. And other things. <laughs> I mean, he had to throw out manscaping. Hey, manscaped is a company. And they if, sell specialized, you know, if, buzzers for. Th- Things. No, if Harold, yeah, if Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, taught us anything. Never shave down there. Is that trimming the pubes? Make it look better. Whatever. I'm not well, going to get off in left field there. But... I, I just let you go. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get off. Wouldn't get engaged. Wouldn't get to throw any hands. So just but, stay back so over you're, here. You're like, I mean, I was, needless to say, I was feeling much older than I actually am last week. It, it took me a couple days to it'll get, get back worse. out of that mindset. It'll get worse as you get Silverbush. And then it'll be really time to. Oh manscape. my god! <laughs> oh my god! The day is coming. I mean, when the trees have a silver lining, it's time to do something about it. It. Jeez. Oh, 
Isn't that when you just start acting like a silverback gorilla in your house and just never put on underwear or anything? You have to, otherwise you're going to go to jail like all those people in Hollywood. I mean, (laughs) I aspire to be that old man sitting in the rocking chair with one nut just hanging out. (laughs) I can't even masturbate in front of the dogs. (laughs) So... Speaking of that, like, no joke. It's like it's like forty year old virgin, right? You got to turn all the pictures around. You right, the dogs outside. It's like I will not. It's like you will not look at me in shame. <laughs> so, speaking of that, Lola's you know, snoozing. I'm going to pull the covers over her face. We we all have at one time or another worked in food service or or retail, right? Arby's. Back when back when I was in college, I worked at Albertsons. I was a meat cutter. Um, I was, there was one time I was taking a tray of meat of steaks out and Albertsons being a grocery store, Albertsons Mm -hmm. being a regional grocery store that's long closed down and sold off. But, uh, anyway, they, uh, I was taking this tray of steaks out to put on in the counter and there was this guy, this fairly heavy set dude on one of those motorized carts driving around mm-hmm. in his shorts. Mm-hmm. One long, saggy ball just hanging <laughs> out there. <laughs> just banging on just, the floor. Just like, just, just out there next to his calf, just banging on the chair. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> that's a, that's put a, a cement block on that fucker. Yeah, you got a pair of clackers there. Do you guys remember those? <laughs> If you haven't, toys from the eighties. Stupid <laughs> toys from the eighties. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> so what's pretty good at those. So yeah. keeping in mind that I was eighteen at the time, what do you think I did? I don't I don't I immediately found every woman employee within the next you know, hundred feet. Two hundred feet. And this is the reason why Albertsons doesn't exist anymore, right? <laughs> Somebody filed sexual harassment against you. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> It's like, hey, look at this nut. This <laughs> is just, just like random, weird, eighteen-year-old fucking like childishness. You, yeah, you, you are, you're terrible. I, I was. Well, I'll fully admit that. Well, I mean, I don't think I want to aspire to that. I'm talking. Rocket I mean, share. no. I would probably still do that today, only it'd be limited to my wife. Fuck you. You'd probably take a picture of that shit and put it up on fucking YouTube or some shit. And be like... Live stream it on Facebook and get banned. This shit's going on TikTok. It'll be gone in a few few days anyway. Hey, TikTok's going away. I know, right? Thank God. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a thing. It's only temporary till Microsoft buys it. It's a thing. It's it's mainly political, and we don't get into political bullshit here. So yeah, but but yeah. So that's kind of the week I had. Now back to Rusty, though. Why? Why do you have to come back? To what, you, me? what have you been doing for two weeks? It's has it been two weeks? It really it has, has been, two, been weeks. two weeks. What do you think I've been? You had an epic fucking migraine your, last week. What do you think oh, I was yeah. on your nuts about getting a show up? Uh, 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 and Fuck, for everybody listening, know. this is why I list, re, did two shows this week. Uh, yeah, because I'm poor and 
basically a bad human being. I don't know how the lack of money prevents you from producing. No, no, I'm, I mean mentally poor. I mean, like, oh, okay, that's fair. I, I have, uh, I, I have problems. <laughs> so, yeah. So last week, I guess, since I can't remember it, it must have been a really bad migraine. Um. That sometimes happens to me. Side effect of going through a fucking windshield where your seatbelt skids. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Mine's from football. So yours was preventable. Actually, I can <laughs> yeah. say that I... Mine was preventable, too. I should have wore a seatbelt. I'll huh. tell a very short story. When yeah. I was six years old, there was this patch of ice on the road. Mm-hmm. And there was this bully kid that tripped me on this patch of ice. It was a bit, like a patch of ice as big as the studio here. Uh-huh. And... I slipped, fell, hit my head, yeah, and then he kept kicking my hands out from underneath me. Oh, so you I kept hitting your head? I hit my head like six or seven times oh. and then ended up with a concussion. And since I had that concussion, yeah. about 10 years old, yeah. I've had migraines. Now, way back in the day, Dad yeah. encouraged me to kick his ass and taught me how to fight. Mm-hmm. And then later on, about a year later, because he was two years older than me and I'd grown up a little bit more, yeah. I kicked his ass. Yeah. Dad fully supported it. Fuck yeah. Because that bill for the uh, concussion was not cheap. Well, I mean... We had no insurance. I mean, when I went and... When I went and, and oh, had the... Lola oh, Rises. Yes, Lola Rises. She's All like, right. oh, down. There's, there's a rusty. Um, <laughs> hear the tail. Yeah. She uh, can't hear. Banging against the table. Uh, so yeah, my fucking, you know, I've told, I've told the story of my fucking accident a couple times. Jesus Christ, dog. Um, down. Oh my God. She sensed your voice. I guess. podcast senses were tingling. I guess. I started talking and she's like, I must fuck with him. Um, yeah, I've told the story about my, uh, my accident a couple times, but basically, you know, th- the longest fucking story short, I put my head inside of a fucking windshield about, uh, this is an older model car where they had the fucking, uh, plate glass basically. Yeah. They had the, the, I mean, it was, it, it was still, still fucking like modern windshield, but the, uh, the rear view mirror was stuck directly to the fucking windshield with, you know, super glue and it was basically a spike. Uh, and my forehead hit the rear view mirror, knocked the mirror off the spike. And my head went about one, uh, about an inch and a half away from where that spike was in the middle of the fucking windshield, basically, and pushed the fucking windshield out with, like, my dome, my fucking face, just, like, inside the windshield. It left a fucking print of the top of my head in the windshield. And then I pulled back and started laughing like fucking Joker because, I mean, you, I knocked something loose and it's uh, still rattling around in there to this day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was pulling fucking glass out of my forehead and, you know, I don't have full feeling on top of my forehead. It's, it's I mean, fun stuff. It, yeah, I mean, but it, it makes you good at headbutting. It, it does. It makes me very good at headbutting. I can still get concussions. I can confirm that that is a thing. But, Oddly enough, I went to the you know went to the doctor right after that because of course they had to extract some glass out of my forehead, right? Um, and they tested me and they told me that I did not have a concussion. 
I most definitely should have had a concussion after what I went through. Uh, but I did not have a concussion, uh, which was good because I was very sleepy and they, you can't go to sleep when you have a concussion. Uh, so, I mean, I've had some excitement. I laughed a lot. Uh, so that was a, that was a thing. But the side effect to that is, is I've got a crease in my forehead. So a constant mirror reminder to wear my seatbelt. Uh, and, uh, I have had chronic migraines ever since. And they range from, you know, a normal daily, like two or three out of 10. Uh, and Jason has seen the spontaneous 10. Oh, dude. It, there was a time, this happened a couple times, but the first time it happened, it's unforgettable. <laughs> um, at the time, Rusty and I were making a concerted effort to not drink energy drinks yeah. like yeah. right after he moved in with us yeah. and so we were making coffee every morning yeah. so he or i would get up whichever one of us got up first would make the coffee we, we sound fucking like married at this point right we do <laughs> this is actually before you were married though wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah this is before we were married um, before you were married <laughs> no this was like right after crystal and i got married um but we would take a cup of coffee out onto my front porch and smoke a couple cigarettes before we start getting ready for the day because we, were, we weren't, we were, we weren't vaping yet. And, uh, he lights the cigarette, gets the first puff off mm -hmm. and immediately has stand up off of the chair, take two steps over to the edge of the front porch and yelch. Yeah. It was that quick. I went from waking up being perfectly fine to going outside. The first ray of sunlight hits my eyes. It starts. I light the cigarette, take one puff of the cigarette, take maybe one sip out of the coffee, and nothing stays down. It was immediate from, like, fucking zero to ten instantly. Uh, and it stayed that way. I actually had to stay home that day. Uh, cause yep. I, I couldn't stop throwing up yet. So shit happens and I deal with, I deal with brain pains all the fucking time and, uh, yeah, wear your seatbelt. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, but it's sometimes it'll, uh, it'll cause me to, you know, to either, <coughs> excuse me, sometimes it'll cause me to either lose sleep. Or it will cause me to sleep for 24 hours straight. Uh, those are what I call day wreckers. Because, of course, I completely lose a day. And it doesn't matter what day it is. Migraines don't care about calendars. Uh, so if it's a day wrecker day and I have to work, that is a really bad day. Because I have to force myself to stay awake. Uh, and that is, uh, well, nobody likes me when I do that. Nobody, nobody likes me. I, I've actually had to do this. Now, I've worked at a call center for a period of time. And um, and uh, I remember having one of these come on throughout the shift. Now, my ma manager at the time, I mean, they all they do is basically, you know, make sure that 
you know, their people are taking phone calls efficiently, right? And sometimes they listen. Uh, so, uh, so my manager was listening to my calls that day and could tell from my voice and my mannerisms at the desk that it was getting bad to the point where they came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and I just kind of barely squinted at them over my shoulder. And they and, and my face, so he said, after this call, you know, take a break. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, fuck, I just, I did something wrong. And she, and, and they were like, okay, well, uh, you're turning green, so I'm going to send you home. <laughs> uh, they could tell that I was just, I, I was trying to deal with it, but it was, it was affecting me. Uh, so yeah, I, I deal with, I deal with that. But sometimes, like last week, I completely fucking like lose all recollection that day. Uh, after I told you, apparently, I went to sleep and I don't remember that day at all. That just happened. So, that was uh, that was last week. And I didn't really play any video games at all because reasons and all the other shit. That fucking basically ruled my weekend. Oh my god, dog. You are so cute. You have got to lay down. She's doing her best or, to keep you awake, Rusty. I am going to love you to death. Yeah, Lola does this weird thing where she stares Rusty right in the eyes, like nose to nose. We are nose to nose, and I'm staring directly into her eyes. <laughs> and it just fucking excites her. Uh, because, apparently, bitches love it when I look into their eyes. <laughs> but... Uh, Lola loves people. But yeah, man, I, I did actually get to play a little bit of fucking video game over the last few days, but today is the worst fucking day I've had in a while. It's not brought on by a migraine. It's a, just a, it's just it's just the fact that I, I I failed to sleep. I just failed to sleep. It was like normal sleep time comes around, didn't turn off. Well, let me wreck it for you, so... I I slept, actually, right before you got here. Oh, you fucker. I took a little cat nap, me and Lola. Aww. Curled up on the bed. Uh, Jason was trying to call me, and I was just sitting there listening, like... It's not really nap-napping, it was just like, lightly close your eyes and listen to stand-up comedy. You know, turn the fan on, get that foot out there to get the AC going, basically, through your whole body. Just kind of cruise control. The last few days you I've slept. You can't sleep. I ruined his sleep. Yeah, he ruined my cat nap. I didn't know. I could have taken a longer nap, but I didn't want to get groggy when you guys were here. I took... So, I slept... I don't want to fucking hear it. So, I took five <laughs> days off. It was my birthday. I finally, you know, I turned an age. I'm 38. And with COVID, nothing was happening. You know, I really couldn't have anybody over. It just... It blew. So, I was taking time off anyway. And I was going to play some video games, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But every day, I made a point of taking a two-hour nap, and I made a point of sleeping as long as possible. So I was going to bed at about 11, 11.30, which is earlier than normal for me. Waking up at 8.30 or 9, which is way later than normal for me. And taking a two-hour nap. And I did that for five days straight. And that is the most 
I have gotten sleep in ages. Like, I didn't realize how sleep-deprived I am. But, like, it made me 30% more efficient daily by getting additional sleep. And I lost a little bit of extra weight doing it, too. Like, I decided I wasn't going to cheat on my diet during my birthday. I smoked all this fucking food. I smoked uh, some pork butt. Got some of that going. I smoked some chicken. Got some of that going. Got some more splashy chicken. I smoked a steak. Splashy. Um, and I smoked a... So I smoked a cheap steak first because I just wanted to see if that would work. I was going to treat it kind of like reverse searing, you know. So I smoked it with my chicken, and then I just granted it was above the chicken because I knew it was going to be a little bit rare, right? And then when I thought it was smoky enough, I then went ahead and just seared it real quick and then ate it. And it was pretty good, but it was a chuck steak, right? Like I didn't yeah. buy an expensive enough steak. So the other day, um, I... With my order at the local grocery store research here, I got myself a ribeye um, that cost me about twenty five dollars. Yeah, because the prices of cow went up by three times. Yeah, it's uh, seventeen dollars a pound right now for Jesus. that ribeye. Jesus. So it was very it was like twelve bucks like six months ago. I got a dry aged pound and a half ribeye. The okay, other well that was fourteen bucks. Yeah, it's fourteen bucks for the whole fucking steak. Yeah, right. A single steak, twenty five bucks. But I made that fucker the other day, and holy fucking shit, that was so goddamn delicious. I just, I was so proud of myself. I sent pictures to my fiance. I was like, man, look at this beautiful thing. Yeah, you sent pictures so, on the fucking Facebook. I put it on the too. Facebookins. Yeah, like I was so fucking proud of it. Yeah, just like eating all this delicious meat this one this week, and then I made all this like fucking, like you know keto candy basically so that i can like continue to keep myself in ketosis and i got a new scale this scale is so fucking accurate it'll measure your poops and i have tested it multiple times you can get on the scale take a dump and then you weigh less and i found out my poops on average weigh about a pound and a half so it is fucking ridiculous how accurate this is i thought he was pooping on the damn scale no you just you stand on the scale and you go I take mean, a dump you did stand say on... it would measure your poops i'm i was thinking the same as him <laughs> I've, I've stood on it with to... a glass of water and then without it i've taken a glass like drank a glass of water and then got on it like to see if it measures the difference and it totally fucking does uh yeah I mean, pooping is the, is the main way where I lose weight. I'm just saying. But I can tell you that I'm losing about I mean, 0.7 pounds, 0.75 pounds daily through my poop. Where Rusty's last few weeks have gone, I walked into his apartment. There's like <laughs> 11 pizza boxes. It's not the few weeks. And this is the state of things in my apartment. You can't just take them out the, the trash? Will you stay the fuck down? Cute little bitch. Um, Every time you point at her, she gets more interested. She does. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 not it's 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 not over the last few weeks. I normally buy one pizza a week. If that tells you so how you the have, last you last taken time trash out in eleven in weeks. eleven weeks. Uh, no, I have taken my trash out. I just haven't taken the boxes out because the boxes go to. A recycling, and I haven't taken the recycling out in eleven weeks because I don't, I don't, you know, generate that much recycling. So that's how you get bugs, man. No, I mean the boxes are clean. I mean the boxes are just—they're Walmart pizzas, so the pizza was actually uh, shrink wrap. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, that's a little different. 
Yeah, it's it's not like fucking takeout pizzas where you've got the pizza like in the, the box. grease and whatnot. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the cardboard, and that and that's the only reason why. Otherwise, it would go in the trash because you can't recycle that shit, right? So, um, so yeah, I I have that. I mean, it, I collect boxes by accident sometimes. Yeah, Amazon's gone crazy with me. Like like I said, I just ordered well, all these additional extension cables. Yeah. I got this little, it's not in here, I've got a Bluetooth speaker that I just bought randomly, I don't know why. It actually, it's pretty convenient. Because Amazon. Well, it's double as loud as my phone, right? Podcasts sound great on it. Um, My music sounds a lot better, because I don't, I use an instant messenger system all day, and it dings, you Uh know? And it's hard to hear the dings if I have my headphones on listening to my music through my phone. Uh So the Bluetooth speaker kind of makes that work a little bit better. Gotcha. I mean, the only... This isn't all that interesting, but it's just like the things that you get involved with with stay-at-home life, right? Like, for instance, I have I have a pet spider now. Where? It's in the backyard. Okay. Her name's Shelob, because why not? Okay. And she's a, I think it's an orange orb weaver, I think is what it is. Okay, yeah. Just... And she's a good spider. Uh, she is learning to build her webs in a better place, so she likes to build her webs immediately out my back door and the dogs always walk under and knock her web off because she anchors it she used to anchor it to the the fucking pavement she's gotten better about it so she anchors it in really creative ways but i always watch the dogs about one out of every three times go outside and destroy her fucking web and then she like crawls back up she's like fuck you guys i gotta build this fucking web again but she's keeping all the june bugs away from my back porch like she is getting fucking fat She's eating all these fucking June bugs, so I have decided to not fuck with her. And I just, it's really interesting to me. I'm not a real big spider lover, but it's interesting to me that she builds her web right after it gets dark and then like retracts up somewhere on the roof or somewhere wherever her fucking hidey hole is during the day. So she doesn't build it during the day. It's only at night that she builds the the web. Yeah, the the heat and the UV rays will actually disintegrate their web. Well, I don't know any of that stuff because I'm not a, a. not a, I'm an, not a spiderologist. I'm not an arachnologist, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I'm not a spiderologist. It's spider-ologist. the opposite of arachnophobia. <laughs> it's not an arachnologist. It's spider loving. But I'm not even. I'm not Arachnophilia? even. No, that's like fucking fight, fucking spiders. I mean, philia. That's what he's. I mean, that's what he's implying. Uh, the thing is, is. I I I can't I can't stand even the thought of uh, Shelob out there. Um, it's the first time that I've been comfortable with a spider, and that's a weird thing. So, like when I was about twenty one years old, I had a guitar teacher that was twenty years old, and she had I used to pay her in beer for guitar lessons. I mean, and you do. She had a pet tarantula, like the blue emperor tarantulas, or the really 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 big ones that she. That seemed to like the vibrations of the guitar and would sit on her guitar sometimes while she played. And then she had a pet Emperor Scorpion that she'd put on her fucking shoulder while oh, she fuck played. Oh, fuck that, no. And she used to fuck with me with that stuff because she knew I didn't Dude. like any kind of what? bug. Once a tarantula is that big, it's no longer a spider. Yeah, it's a bird eater. I mean, it's it's a cat. No. It's a yeah, naked no. like it cat. Kind of, it is kind no. of fuzzy. No. Yeah. No, it's not a cat. It's an eight-legged cat. I don't An know. An eight-legged cat. <laughs> no. Meow. You cannot know. Cats are cute. 
from like birth to fucking like you know like old age. I mean, I mean cats you, are about as you, dangerous. You you scratch the tarantula globe, right? It purrs. I've seen it. Yeah. No. Not only no, but fuck no. You are starting to trigger all kinds of nightmares. There's all right sorts now. of cute spiders out there, actually. Yeah. Eh. Jessa would completely disagree with me. I think I told the story, but she had a. Uh, so she's living in one of the houses she's remodeling in Florida, and there was a snake that made its way in the house in the morning. And it looked like it was a coach whip, which is like a, you know, almost basically the same as a cord snake. Yeah. Um, but it looked pretty big, and she said that she went out the other door, called pest control, found out they couldn't come for two days, and then stayed at an Airbnb. Wow. <laughs> she was like, fuck this so much. Yeah, well. She would cringe at the fact that I'm talking about a spider, and if she, whenever she comes back in the next week or so, she's probably going to make me get rid of it. But for right now, it's killing June bugs, and I am super okay with that. I am not. Um, I'll show you. I'll show you her no, later. No, you She's won't. not going to move. I don't care. I'm taking some pictures of her. I've gotten really close. She's really still. She doesn't seem to give a fuck about me because I don't give a fuck about her. I'm telling you. Dog. Now, to flip that around, no. I did find a, bl a brown recluse in the uh, kitchen, Ugh. which got killed fucking immediately. And it well, was yeah, a very, those are bad spiders. A very large one. I turned on the lights in the middle of the night to go get some water and saw it. And thankfully, I had my sandals on. And so, down I came with the fucking sandal and away he went. I have three splat marks on my wall from uh, from brown recluses. They and, seem to like apartments and, a lot. And, and uh, you know, because of the eggshell white that they use on fucking the apartment uh, walls, uh, and brown recluses uh, do leave a grease stain, and uh, I have to clean those up because... The grease stain reminds me of the spider, and I now have, like, this is, like, over the last couple of weeks. Like, I figured, you know, it's, you know, you, you swat something. And Maybe of course I had it... babies. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why do you think you had three? I, uh, if so, they don't come in pairs. So, but now I keep staring at that spot. Sister, 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 and... sister, 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 sister. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Uh, but I keep staring at that spot, thinking that there's another fucking spider, right? So, clean so up the I, I just need to clean the spot up. It's just like you know, you know, it's a bug sting. It's like okay, well, whatever. And man, I start. I'm starting to sound like I never cleaned my fucking apartment at all. All the bugs uh, and the spider stains. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I do. I clean the fucking apartment. The apartment didn't have like dishes falling over the fucking sink and everything. Uh, I didn't look at your kitchen that hard. That's right. Um, <laughs> I saw the massive amount of meat you grocery shopped for this oh, morning. Oh, man. I bought fucking, like, all the meat. <laughs> he basically bought everything but bacon. How do you forget that? Uh, no. Why did you not buy bacon, Rusty? There's a problem with bacon. I can't make bacon in my apartment anymore. Why? Because um, it's a... This is sad, but bacon is a uh, uh, <clears throat> a self-sustaining feedback loop. Uh, when I make bacon, I can enjoy bacon for 10 minutes, but the smell of bacon stays for somewhere up to two days if, if I don't take care of it, right? 
which then requires me to make more bacon because I'm smelling bacon all the time, which then increases the intensity of the re- bacon residue then then becomes more bacon. It's And it's a bacon feedback loop, which continually makes me want more bacon. It's baconception? It's, 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 uh... It, it it tends to become a problem uh, when you buy 15 pounds worth of bacon for one week and somebody's Fucking like, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, 15? Hey, bacon's good. I mean, two <laughs> meals a day, two right? A That's day. what you said? Two, two meals a day and a snack. Seven That's a days. lot of fucking bacon. Hey, hey, hey. I don't do that anymore. Hence, there's no bacon in my fridge anymore. <laughs> I you you had know, to point, I had to point that out. I'm kind of like, a baconologist, but I only eat about a pound and a half a day. I limit myself to two slices in the morning. Okay, so you know how you you can save bacon grease, right? I save it. Yeah, that's what I used to make my sprouts. I used to go and buy pickles in a jar for the jar. I didn't care about the pickles. The jar was perfect, the perfect size for what I needed it for. For bacon grease, and it was for bacon grease. I had to get rid of my bacon grease because every time I cooked with bacon grease, it reminded me of bacon, and then I needed to bake more bacon. So I stopped mm. making things with bacon grease because of the, the bacon cycle. The smell. bacon cycle. The bacon cycle continues. <clears throat> so I, uh, I, I, I have stepped away from cooking bacon, and I'm, I am, I have been bacon free for about three months now, and. Honestly, other food tastes good too. <laughs> so I uh I decided that uh I, I would stop doing bacon salads. Uh bacon salads. Minus the salad, all the bacon. Um just bacon and homemade ranch. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> I like making sure you, you chicken when your chicken bacon ranch is ninety percent bacon. Um <laughs> there's there's a problem. You've got a problem. So what you're saying is it's really bacon. You don't mess and up ranch. the. You, you don't mess up the. Yeah, you got to have the chicken in there. Chicken bacon ranch is part of the. I mean, it's part of the name. What is it like? Do you cook the bacon with a bouillon cube? No, like, no, I don't. I, why, why, why would you do that? I mean, you put the chicken in there. I mean, I've got something I'm planning on cooking here pretty soon. I'm just gonna take. Chicken breast and smoke it, and then fold it and put some cream cheese inside with some spinach, and then wrap that with a few slices of bacon, and then throw it back in the smoker for another hour. And that's gonna be my uh, it's gonna be so, my lunch on Sunday. Sometime in the next couple weeks, I'm actually gonna make chicken and rice, but when I slow cook the chicken, I'm going to take a a pound package or a pound and a half package of the thick cut. Oh. Thick cut bacon, and just cut that into pieces, and put that in with the chicken in the slow cooker. No, slow cooked bacon is bad. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It works, man. Ew, nasty. No, so it I'm, works. I'm gonna get off bacon talk here for a second. Jason, aside from everything that's been going on, you got anything goofy or interesting that's happened? Other than my wife calling me old? No. Aww. Fair enough. Then I'm going to move to games. Rusty, you did play a game, right? I played three. Okay. Well, what's your... Maybe I, I moved to Jason I'm, since Lola loves you right now because you're I'm, fucking I, with I, it. 
I'm currently playing a fourth game with Lola, apparently. Yeah, I'm playing, uh, she likes it when people mess with her. Yeah, well, I'm holding her paws right now, so she, so the only thing she can do is bite me. She was scratching my chest. Like, I was trying to talk, and she's like, no, you are going to pay attention to me and digging at my chest. I am, I am not the backyard. So, Jason, <clears throat> apparently they're starting, starting with you. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, and I'm the one that's sleepy here, and I'm, so catching, I'm, I'm following. I'm still on The Witcher 3, so, you know, I haven't even finished the main story yet. Not surprising, because um, that game is enormous. But I, uh, I also uh, went back, because my pacing was kind of kind of off this week and um, got back to playing more Call of Duty again, mostly because the new season of content dropped. Uh, for um, for Modern Warfare. Oh, Modern Warfare. Okay. Yeah. I didn't season know if you were... Season 5 dropped. I didn't know so. if you were actually doing the, um, uh, the, the Battle Royale or not. Oh, Warzone? Yeah. And I touch it every now and then, and then I go, I fucking hate this shit, and I go right back to hardcore. Mostly because I can't stand having to hit people 10 or 12 times with an assault rifle to kill them. Aww. No, I, I mean, I, I understand. That's why I played hardcore, but, I mean, that was... It 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 slows the pace, and that I think that's what it is. Is it slows the pace down because you don't just like run out into the open. You know, if you do, you end up getting shot a lot. You, you don't to, run and gun. You tend to slow and down, and you take perks to make sure that you're silenced. So you can sneak. Anytime up on I'm forced to play Warzone, mostly because um, our friend Curtis is on, mm -hmm. or. Uh, or Holtz on. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm that dirty camping son of a bitch sitting back with a sniper rifle, not moving a fucking inch because, well, if I get headshots, it only takes one shot. <laughs> right? So, I'm gonna... and I get a lot of headshots. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I understand that. I, I, I get that. <laughs> I was actually watching uh, Warzone gameplay on uh, Facebook Gaming, I'm, of all things. I mean, um, it's... Warzone's probably the... Uh, I mean, I've tried PUBG, I've tried Fortnite, yada yada. Yeah. Um, if I were to pick one, if I had to play Battle Royales, I would play that one. Because there's less general fuckery. That goes on in that one. Sort of the, the serious FPS players go. Yeah. I just, I hate the, <clears throat> I hate the fact that people are bullet sponges. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's. Been... There's only one game I tolerate bullet sponginess on, and that's, and that's The Division. And that's mostly because those bullet sponges are not other players. Who can turn around and decide to uh, shove a rocket down my throat while I'm killing them? 
Fair enough. That and I hate hit markers. I scoop back from the uh, from the table for just a second, and the dog flies out from wherever the fuck she's at now, and jumps into my lap. That said, I will say the season five patch and download itself was fairly fucking painful. Yeah, it was big, wasn't it? It was forty nine gigs. Yeah, it was fucking, fucking huge. Yeah, that's like a whole fucking game. Now dude. that was the download. After it downloaded and installed all the patches by some fucking programming magic it was down it was down to just under 24 gigs so they just replaced files yeah that's what it is yeah but uh the the whole thing was painful because even though i consistently consistently at my house i speed test at 300 megabits download per second Mm -hmm. can consistently stream 4k hdr on both netflix and disney Mm plus that game started downloading at 11 megabits per second yeah Yeah, it's the server oh i know yeah i mean but the server stayed at that speed for 30 gigs worth of that download i don't want to fucking hear it i really don't want to fucking hear it i tried i tried after that 116 average and the last 16 gigs went in 10 minutes yeah well i tried to actually download some games from uh from game pass tried being the uh uh the operative word because anything more than 40 gigs when when were you trying this last week or this week this was this was this weekend or I, I say this weekend. It was yesterday. Um, okay. I was trying to yeah. uh, to download uh, uh, sh- uh, sh- sh- the uh, the the terrible Lord of the Rings game, um, uh, Shadow of War. Oh, the, it's not, it's not terrible. terrible. Well, you just hate it because of the story, um, uh, and that's the only reason why I said that. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try that. Uh, just download it and just give it a play because a, it's free, and b, I haven't completed that game, and I didn't, I, and I wasn't uh, expecting to complete the game. I just you wanted something to PC Game Pass. Yeah, I, I just wanted to actually like have something to, you know, to play to keep my mind busy for a second. It also push um, your system still a little bit. Well, I mean that, and I hadn't actually played that game on PC, so I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll give it a try. Uh, that started downloading at uh, less than a me- uh, less than a megabyte per second. Holy shit! It's one hundred and forty gigs. Holy I said, shit. "Cancel, <laughs> fuck that shit." <laughs> I know that my speed is fast enough to be able to download that fairly quickly. I mean, that big of it's a just game, whatever server it's on. Yeah, that big of a game is going to take you know, ages and ages and ages to download on that. So I, I decided to play uh, a, a series of shorter games, uh, you know, this this time. Did so you try Grounded? I did not try Grounded, and there's a reason for that. I realized that Grounded, uh, some of the bosses are spiders. Yeah, let me tell you about that. 
I am not going to play that game. Put put it in arachnophobe mode. What? There's an arachnophobe mode? It turns them into blobs. Blobs. Just random blobs? I mean, yeah, I, they're I, just I guess... a sphere. It's just a sphere. Like, you can... It'll show you the shape of a spider, and it'll show how much of the spider it removes. So it starts with, like... Makes it go from eight legs to four legs. Mm-hmm. From four legs to no... To just a head and a thorax. Mm-hmm. To just a head with no pinchers. To mm-hmm. just a head with eyes. To then just a circle. Okay. It literally, like, removes... You can continue to turn it in, like, to where it's nothing. Okay. It so, looks a bit weird, but... Of course. Hey, there's an arachnophobe... What was the fucking arachnophobe mode for? Uh, oh, shit. Oh, it was um, uh, for Satisfactory. There's an arachnophobe mode for uh, Satisfactory as well, because there's, uh, there's, uh, there's an alien enemy that kind of looks like a spider, but... Uh, it's in the swampy areas and they'll fucking like jump at you and they're kind of like a spider like being, but the fact that they jump at you and scream at the same time, um, also the kind of triggers the whole arachnophobia thing. Um, yeah. So, so I'll tell you about the spiders in uh grounded. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of, so like you're the size of like, I don't know, like half a pea. That's about how big you are, right? Okay. Or maybe smaller than that. Honey, I shrank the kid size. Yeah. Okay. And the spiders are like as big as my house. Yeah, fuck that shit. And so there's like different places that'll show you. There's, the graphics, while fairly polygonal and kind of simple shapes or whatever, are really highly defined. And they look like something out of like a like early Pixar, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's this one area where you have to go to to kind of progress the little bit of story they have in it so far, because it is actually still alpha, mm-hmm. um, where one of the areas is going kind of through part of this tree stump to get over to this other area, and you see the light shining down, and then you just see a shape, and then you realize, like, at certain parts of the day when it's a little bit more light in there, it's just a big wolf spider just sitting in the middle. Oh, fuck that. And there'll be times when you're, like, inside of a tunnel. And then you'll turn around and there's the spider and then he just eats you. And you'll be just doing your thing and you'll see the blades of grass moving like a T-Rex is moving through the forest. And that's a fucking spider moving through the grass. Like it's moving all the blades of grass all over and they're like dinosaur sized. But you, the arachnophobe mode can continue to change it to where they're really simple shapes and they don't look anything like spiders. It doesn't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think at that point it matters. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I could actually show you on break really quickly because it's actually just part of the options menu. Okay, but and it doesn't. It goes. It really doesn't look like a spider. And I. I don't think. It, I don't think it matters. The, the. 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 The whole part of the game is. I know that that circle represents a wolf spider, and I can see from the size of the circle that that fucker would be like. You know, the size of a house. They don't really have the AI tune that well. Like, you can get in a little spot and literally just poke it with a spear over and over and over again until it dies. Okay. Well, it's still... All I I had to see... I was just poking one out of the window of my house that I'd made Yeah, until it died. So, all I had to see for that game... Like, normally, when uh, when a game comes out and and I haven't really heard of it, uh, I'll check out a couple of YouTube videos, or I'll watch a stream, or something like that, just to see if it would be something that would interest me. Um, and 
Uh, all I did was just look it up on YouTube. And one of the things that, or one of the uh, the uh, thumbnails on, on the YouTubes was like the picture of the wolf spider. And they're like, you know, we're hunting wolf spiders today or whatever the fuck the, you know, the tagline was. I'm sure I'm terrible at this and I'm definitely delirious. So <clears throat> that uh, would affect my, uh, you know, clickbaity. Anyway, um, yeah, fuck. Oh, it doesn't matter that that would that would still trigger me, um, especially if it moved like a spider, and it probably does. No, um, it bounces around. It doesn't but... matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you right now, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, uh, so all I had to see was that, and know that some of the you know the like the tougher enemies or bosses or whatever the fuck is in the game see. was various different spiders, and I said, ah, uh, yeah, nah, I'm good, I'm good. This game will not be played by me. Thank you very much. See, that's Pretty this much. is level five, and see, level four has like some of the markings, and then level three, see, still kind of spider-like. Level two, you can't see really the legs, and then level one, is, uh, you can't see it. It's is like a got a circle with some legs. Okay, well, yeah, I don't think that it it would uh, it. it it's not something that I would pay money for. <laughs> I'm not going to pay uh, pay money for something that's going to trigger my arachnophobia. Uh, that that is uh, that that's yeah. Fuck that. Oh no. She just showed me a picture of like the actual fucking enemy, and that if that came at me at my fucking screen, it would be just like all if or fuck the shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I won't do that, but. Games that I did play, man. I played uh, uh, Carrion. Yeah, did you beat it? Um, I didn't beat it because I quickly became bored with it. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't got. I have to be in a kind of a mood to play such scroller, so I haven't gotten very far in it yet. So, so I mean, Carrion is is a side scroller. I would say that it's kind of more of a puzzle game than a. Uh, than any other thing, it's not necessarily a action game. Um, it's it it is basically just uh, uh, aliens the puzzle game. Uh, you are controlling a uh, a bundle of I want to say worms, uh, and those bundle of worms it eats people, right? You know, and you can control uh, certain physics, and you grab things with the uh, the the tentacles and tendrils of of this creature, and you eat people to gain your health back and to gain biomass. And then, as you get more biomass, you get bigger with different abilities. As you get bigger, uh, so you have to actually dump biomass at certain ponds just to be able to do certain things in the game world that requires your main body, I guess, to be smaller. So if you're a really big biomass, you have to, you have to actually be, you know, you have to get yourself smaller to be able to go forward. Still wouldn't be able to play that. Um, <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to, Get me to see the 
the harmless spider, and uh, it's not it's not a harmless spider. It's just still a fucking spider. Anyway, um, but yeah, I I got bored with it mainly because it didn't it it didn't really appeal. It didn't ex it didn't match the expectations. Now I know this is a Devolver digital game, and it's like they do things that are unexpected. And I and I can understand where they were going with it, but after a while, and I I want to say that I got about halfway through the game. I, I got, just kind of gave up on it. I got about halfway through the game. I got halfway, you know, through most of the powers, but there wasn't necessarily anything that kind of drew me towards what I was doing. It was very linear. Uh, as to how you got through certain levels. Uh, you could do um, a numerous different things, but there was one path to take, right? You you had to get to the end of that particular level, and there wasn't really anything outside of how you dealt with the humans in that area that was, you know, that was really changeable. Um, so... After after a while, I just said, you know what, this is not gelling for me. It's not. I I don't necessarily need to see the end of it. I saw the tech demo, and that's pretty much all I need. It's decent physics for a side scroller, but uh, uh, it's, I I just didn't feel feel the need to continue uh, to complete it. So that of course kind of depressed me because I was really expecting something different. Um. And, uh, oh, what the fuck else did I, oh, I, uh, I picked up, um, a game that I didn't think that I was going to like that I actually kind of enjoy, uh, and that is, uh, Neon Abyss. Uh, so, Neon Abyss is basically, yeah, so that, that's another Game Pass game, right? Yep, it's another Game Pass game. I, I leaned heavily on Game Pass this week. Uh, As he should, since it's there. Yeah, because, I mean... That those games were uh, just released. Those are both of those games are fairly new over the last couple weeks, and they're both available on Game Pass. So why would you spend twenty bucks on Steam when you can get it for free if you already have Game Pass? Uh, so that's why I picked them up. Uh, Neon Abyss is actually kind of like a side-scrolling uh, roguelike. Uh, you know, enter the gungeon. So, right, because that game's almost impossible. So, Enter the Gungeon is more top-down and is a lot more bullet hell. Yeah. Um, so, this is what I would consider bullet hell light. It has about the same amount of enemy attacks on screen as uh, uh, a typical Metroid level does. So, when you go into a, you know, into a room that has, you know, has enemies... Uh, there's maybe six or seven enemies in the room, and you have a gun of varying power uh, that you know can fairly quickly dispatch those enemies. And it's mostly uh, taking care of or making sure that you have the resources to be able to gain access to chests and uh, and you know certain locked doors, so you can get power-up items or new weapons uh, or uh, or money so that you can use it at the shop. Um, 
and the enemy you know the the enemies tend to just they they get progressively harder as you go along uh and i and I haven't really done too, uh, too many successful runs the the bosses they have a uh the bosses have a uh, a set attack pattern that you can learn and take less damage from but i am terrible uh so <laughs> I, I i can't get past the second main boss and this is a really long form of uh roguelike like um rogue legacy for instance you generally had like when you first started you had like two or three minute runs uh, and then you would finally move yourself up to like 10 minute runs and then go forward from there. Uh, the average run for uh, Neon Abyss is probably in the 20 to 30 minute range. That's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, you get fairly decently powerful uh, as you go along. Um, and then you hit a brick wall where you just don't have the resources to be able to continue. Like you don't have the hearts, uh, you know, your health, um, or you don't have enough uh, uh, gun power to be able to t- deal enough damage to the uh, to the end boss of the uh, of the stage, and you just end up dying. Uh, it's been me. I've done a few, quite a few runs in that actually, uh, and there seems to be a, a a decent range of weapons. Like some of the weapons are actually fun some of them are bad. Yeah, really really bad uh there was a uh, uh there was a laser beam that was basically like a constant fucking damage that you could uh that you could direct around the room and i got it so fucking powerful that it was like a really big beam that would hit just about anything on the fucking screen and that still wasn't enough to be able to beat the boss um it was it it just got it, it gets harder as you go along and and i can appreciate that it's a, it's it's a good roguelike in that run, uh, in that sense so i plan on putting a little bit more time into it i've only put maybe i don't know like 15, 10 10 15 hours into it which is actually fairly decent for uh, for a roguelike um, my biggest problem with it is uh, after you get those really long runs and you get really cool guns and you know get powered up, uh, the uh, uh, the the roguelike part of it normally you get to keep something from your runs to be able to power up your next runs, and um, the uh, the roguelike part of it kind of falls flat. There's not enough that's kept. Like, if it allowed you to keep one of the guns or keep some of the power-ups that you got from you know, from a previous run, it wouldn't hurt so bad to start over. But you don't get that. You you get crystals or uh, little faith crystals at the uh, by beating bosses. So you actually have to get to the end of a level and beat a boss to have the res- you know to get the resource that you can use in the roguelike section to level yourself up. Uh, and the level ups are just basically unlocking certain weapons or uh, items for your next runs uh, to make them available in the pool, essentially, uh, or unlocking characters that have different, you know, different one-off abilities, like being able to 
dodge rule instead of, you know, starting with an extra key or something like that. Uh, so I think the, the, the rogue portion of that needs some, some work. It could have been improved a bit. Uh, but the overall gameplay is still kind of fun. So it kind of makes up for it. So I'll put a little bit more time into that, but I, I, I felt the, the need to continue playing, uh, roguelikes for some reason, uh, cause I couldn't get my brain around anything else. Um, and I, uh, re-downloaded Sundered. Oh, I was going to say if you, Noita is on sale right now. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll look at it. There's but... the, the rogue. There's no the takeaway is the experience on it, but it's a pretty fun game. Yeah. Uh, well, I figured I'd get uh, I'd give Sundered another try because it was upgraded to the Eldritch Edition. It's been a while since it actually came out. The art style for that game is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, let me know if that's worth a damn at this point because I wouldn't mind going back through Sundered and I was I might talk about this a little bit in news, but there's just not a lot coming out until. October, November, like we got right. Wasteland 3 later this month, and that's the only major release I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, at this point, there's uh, there wasn't much that I I really wanted to you know get my hands on. I did download uh, uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. But yeah, I that's on actually, Game Pass. Yeah, but I haven't actually touched it. Uh, I was downloading while I was playing Sundered, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I keep thinking about going back into it. I just got to... I finally buckled down and focused on a game. Uh-huh. And here's the crazy thing. So I had five days off, but I didn't focus on the games that I should have been, quote-unquote, should have played for the show. Right. I should have finished Seven Days to Die, and I got... Or Seven Days to Die. I should have finished uh, Last of Us 2. And I didn't. I think I got to one of the end missions, mm-hmm. but I didn't quite make it all the way. I should have finished Ghost of Tsushima. I got about halfway through the second act, and I was like, you know what? And TJ's been bugging me to play some games. I'm going to play some games with TJ. So I put about 15 hours into Vermintide 2. Uh, old game. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Uh, me and him have had a blast with that. Um, and then he's been bugging me about Alpha 19 that came out for Seven Days to Die. Um, okay. The experimental build that continues to update. It feels like every other day. Um, and cool things seem to get added. So I'll kind of explain, like, biggest differences of Alpha 19. Mm. Think about Seven Days to Die as the only early access game that basically continues to reinvent itself every time it comes up with a new iteration. Um, and it is the biggest, like, it's a feature-complete game. They could literally say this is version 1.0. I'm not kidding. Like, where it is right now, they could say this is version 1.0. But they're not. They're going to continue to add stuff. Um I'm not going to go through the minutia, but I'm going to tell the bigger changes that are kind of relevant to me. Um, he wanted me to play on his server, but he's on like day 91. And I'm going to start at level one going into that. And of course, he'll be able to give me stuff, but I want to learn how to survive. Right. So I started my own game. And then I also played another game with Ren. So Ren's playing Seven Days to Die now as well. Nice. We got I got him on Experimental 19, and then we played some of that the other night. Got through our first few days. But... um. I played it on easy because I wanted to understand the concepts and the bigger things that are there is everything's been redone visually to an extraordinary amount. Um, it's on a better level than Skyrim right now with the level of graphics, which I know that doesn't seem like much, but remember where it came from. Right. And it's a voxel based building game too. And like your hands actually look like hands. Now your 
the textures of the weapons and the stuff that you have is been redone drastically. They updated, they doubled the doubled or quadrupled the pixel count on everything. Wow. Um, volumetric lighting is in the game now. The lighting system's been redone. They've got they redid all the zombies. Like none of the zombies, like the nurses are still there, but they completely redid them. Um, they redid all the animations. They redid a lot of the ways that they make entrances. They do the sleeper zombie thing now. So every house or point of point of interest for them mm-hmm. is now a mini dungeon that got completely. So they've got some that will spawn in the random gen. I haven't tried random gen, but they've got Navis game, which is the original map. And they added like probably a hundred additional buildings to that one. Um, all of those have their own unique things in them. Like some of them are using the same blocks and things like that, but the features of them are different. They have all have an entry point and an exit point, much like a, a dungeon would basically. So the idea is for you to go in. They have different locations that they put zombies in, um, you know, around corners or in cabinets or falling through the roof or whatever. Like they have like these breakable floors that sometimes they'll put in front of you that if you don't pay attention, you'll fall through. But also you can wake the zombie up and then they will fall through it. Um, the zombie AI has been retooled, so they don't immediately just like run to a building and start beating on it. They find the weakest block and then they start working that to push things out to get to wherever you're at. Um, okay. The screamers still spawn stuff in like they did before. Um, they're a lot more menacing and look way scarier than they ever did before. Um, all the loot progressions changed, so it tiers with your game stage. Your game stage is based on the experience you have, and it basically says, okay, so like for game, basically levels one through ten, all you're going to find is primitive equipment. So when you're looking for stuff, I'm gonna. It's got spears now that you can throw. Nice. Um, and that are super cheap to make, but also aren't bad weapons on their own. Um, and then you modify your weapons with all sorts of different modifiers. So, like, I've got modifiers for my clothes to make it better for heat or cold resistance. I've got um, different modifiers for my shovel. My shovel can dig faster. I've got a, a stone axe with a modifier that destroys iron faster. Like, those are the kinds of modifiers that they have on it. They have okay. visual modifiers to your weapon, so that you're upgrading your weapon, you get different scopes, or it changes the way the weapon looks or whatever. Um, blunderbusses are useful. Uh, they're still like muskets, um, but if you carry three on your hot bar, you can fire three shots with them and then reload them all. And I've got perks that make my reloading faster, so, you know, I yeah. just, like, 1776 a zombie, and that's kind of how <laughs> I'm doing my Horde Knight. Not, Horde Knight at your base is no longer a thing. Um, zombies tear through structures very quickly, especially on Horde Knight. My first, they jump and can clear large distances now. Um, they fucking eat up spikes like nobody's business. So just There's doing no a huge spike, def- it. it's good to slow them down. But they really want you to get the experience. They want you to use the traps and things like that to slow things down. So you get the experience of killing them. So the base idea is create a structure to make a stand for the Horde Knight. So that you can kill the zombies better. So your house is just for like crafting and whatnot and then you have like a tower that's set up for just defending the from zombies yeah so i'm on day 14 right now with mine. my first day seven i tried this thing where i tried this 
I read somewhere that you could put like a bridge, and if you made the bridge out of wedges, that they would slide down the wedges and fall into the trap below. Uh-huh. Well, they fixed that, so they just ran across the wedges to me. Oops. And then I created a fallback point for that that was like a two-block clear, and they jumped that. And then I had another fallback point that was a four-block clear, and they fucking jumped that too. And oh, wow. I had hatch trap. I had hatch doors like trap doors that I flipped up, and they got to the trap doors and I had no structure in it. And then jumped over them and just launched themselves at me. Wow. And then I had a final thing where I had like this enclosure that was on a pillar that was only like three blocks wide. And they destroyed my bridge. Like I just watched it crumble in front of me. And I'm just like with my blunderbusses because that's all I had. Blunderbusses and bows and arrows. Was destroying the crowd below me that was milling around my pillar just eating it away. And I had it made out of cobblestone blocks, like, thinking, I've got this. Uh-huh. And I got it down to, like, a fuck. They got it down to a fucking toothpick before I cleared out the last few. So that first night was really fucking intense. And now I'm coming up on day seven. And my base doesn't look bad, but it, I don't. So I'm trying this thing. I, I watched videos, like, of different people playing in Alpha 19. Mm-hmm. They have this kill corridor where you put up iron hatches so you can flip them up and keep it so low that they can't jump over it so that you can shoot over the door, basically, as you flip them up. Right. So I've got eight hatches in a row, and I've got my spear and my sledgehammer and my blunderbusses, and now I've got um, an AK-47. So I'm going to use that to try to take down the hundred or so they throw at me. There's a lot of, like, server modifiers right now that you can do. So TJ has his game set on slow zombies only, but he's, like, quadrupled the amount that spawn, and he set them to where they can't climb. So they can't climb ladders. They can't climb up anything. Now, they do the World War Z thing where they pile on top of each other uh-huh. and form a human pyramid to get up higher. Oh, nice. So that's a thing they're doing now as well, oh. which is why the corridor thing made the most sense to me. Okay. Well, I'm that... going to make the kill corridor so that when I hit the day 14 tomorrow night when I'm actually playing again, um, that I hopefully survive. Yeah. They... And, and then when you get killed, if you're the only person on the server... The horde dissipates, basically. Oh, okay. But you lose XP and stuff like that. There's also weird modifiers, so... Like, as you get hungry, your stamina just decreases. You get, like, sprains and breaks and stuff like that. And it tells you what to do to treat it. But those permanently decrease stats when you get those. Your infection meter just slowly climbs up, which then starts to affect your other stats. So you got to find antibiotics of some sort to kind of kill it or find honey. Honey also helps kill part of it. Yeah. Because honey is a natural antibiotic. Yeah. So, but like overall, um, so much has improved. The Alpha 19 experimental build, it's that says latest experimental build, is in there. And if you're curious, I would just put it on, here's what I did, because I wanted to get the most out of trying to figure out the systems and the new deal. I put my days on 90-minute days, so that I, and I changed that to in-game days ago, so that I'd have a little more time. But that's helped me figure out a little bit more of the systems better. Um, Set their block description down to 75% so that I had a chance of surviving. But, like, that Day 7 Horde was the most intense Day 7 Horde I've ever had in that fucking game. Yeah. Like, fucking nurses, like, just launching themselves across this gap to get to me. (laughs) It's like, fuck! Thank God I have three blunderbusses. Right? Wow. Uh, the, the spiders don't climb sheer surfaces anymore, but like I said, they they sprint and jump great lengths. Yeah. The, to to me, that I understand why they're doing it because, of course, at the heart of the game, 
it's a zombie apocalypse game. You're supposed to survive against the zombies. But to me, that game has always been a crafting game. Yeah, that, well, that game has always been, you know, dig the mine, build the tower, build the castle or whatever, and make sure that you have your weapons and build fuckloads of ammo so that you could just go to town. Yeah, and there's ways to do that, but all the ammo has to be done on a crafting bench now. You can't craft it on you. Right. Well, um, I mean, that was... And a... all the dirt now is not dirt. It's clay. So as you dig, you just get clay for every bit of digging you do. And the digging is modified by your perks and things like that. Also, all your iron and stuff like that, you'll find a rock in the world, and you find the rock, know that underneath that is an ore of some kind. And then sometimes the ore is on the surface, and it's very obvious what it is. Like, there'll be nitrate, like, just sitting on the surface, and you know that underneath that is a bucket of ore, basically. Okay. Well, I mean, it it kind of makes me sad, because I remember the days of me going and building fucking massive mine shafts and, you know, and you can stuff. Still, I've got a... I'm making a bunker right now. Um, I've got a... I found a garage in... If you've played the game, and there's a lot of people who play this, Dyersville. I turned. To, I was looking for a garage with a cement floor, and I couldn't find one, so I made it a cobblestone floor that I'll upgrade to cement later, and then just dug a an incline. I've got like a a staircase going down, basically uh -huh. that goes down about twenty blocks, and then hangs a right, and in there is where I put my forge and my, you know, everything in there. So I'm starting the base way down there, and that's going to be where I craft. So that I'm able to craft without drawing too much attention. It still uses the heat system thing. But if you turn off your forges and stuff like that, if you hear them like right outside your door and you just sit there for a minute, they'll eventually go away. Right. And since I have no defenses other than a cobblestone wall for the garage, like that's kind of how I'm surviving the nights right now. Okay, so you can dig yourself in and, and survive underground if you need to. Yeah, and I... The pathing is set. They're going to find what's the weak point in the structure above you, and they're going to attack that. And what's the next weak point in the structure? And they're going to go for all the weak points. Right. So you could exploit that. Um, I've also seen that they cop explosions don't damage dirt. They just damage structures. Okay. So, so you can dig a dirt moat around things. And like cops. I've seen some people make bases where basically they made huge moats and just with like ways for them to get out so they don't just dig. And then we're going around and jumping in the moat and killing them and then jumping out of the moat to get on the, the little island in the middle. So gotcha. I'm, I'm working on the murder moat, but that takes a lot with stone tools. Uh, yeah. Like an hour, and I got like maybe an eighth of the way done. Right. And I just didn't want to spend my whole lunch break building a moat. Yeah, man. It's th Those games, you know, with, uh, with Seven Days to Die, that... That kind of started me down the path of uh, of the uh, the whole crafting game, right? You know, I, that 24-hour well, stream that we did. I played Grounded again, and Grounded's way less finished than Seven Days to Die. It looks prettier, but it is way less. There's Seven Days to Die right now is the best survival crafting game out there. I'm just going to say it. At almost 700 hours played, there is not a better survival crafting game out there. I don't know, man. The survival systems are on point, and it's it's an RPG crafter. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. What's I, better? I I would argue that Ark is probably in the you know in the same league. I would say that it's better than Ark right now. I don't know. Have you played the the latest Ark? I mean, Ark has got some really I mean, decent it, systems. I would to say it. those are the two top that we've played in many years. 
and there's just nothing that touches it right yeah. now. Like, I mean, there's nothing that touches either of those games. I've and they have two really common premises, right? Mm-hmm. One's fucking dinosaurs, which, hey, that's fucking cool as shit. One is fucking zombies. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. But the, the systems behind all that stuff is what makes it great. Yeah. I mean, they're, the, the dinosaurs don't actually, like, attack you on a specific night, right? Yeah, but it's like Seven Days to Die has that. I can play the single player and have a purpose, and my purpose is survive as long as I can. Right. And make cool shit while I do it. Like, food is way harder, too. They have, like, this whole tracking system thing mm. for... So, basically, if I crouch because I'm a level one tracker, I can track chickens and rabbits. And it'll throw... You'll see this icon pop up with paw prints, basically. That tells you you're tracking. And then you open your map, and you'll see little green icons of where they're at. And then on your compass that'll show a green icon for what it is in the direction that it is so well, they can... needed that because it was all visual before yeah so, so and you couldn't see the fucking rabbits holy well, fuck yeah there's a lot of fucking like dire wolves now um fucking like crazy boars um bears are like so fucking well, meat bears, shield yeah Be- you know bears were fa- uh, fairly new they weren't they were added after uh, I'm just saying, man, like, Seven Days to Die, the newest alpha. And again, here's, like, a, a smart thing. So the other day they added this feature. I'm, I'm going to get off this really quick. But you know how, like, you would have to, like, manually select different things to go in the boxes, right? Uh-huh. So if you have an unfinished stack in the box, you can click a button on your inventory, and anything that matches stacks in the box auto-stacks in the box. Okay. And any you can do the exact reverse from the box. Yeah. So let's say I have 36 762 rounds and I've got 150 in the box. I click that button. I auto stack back up to 150 of that plus whatever else is in my inventory that needs restacked from that box and only those things. So you can very quickly go in and out of those different boxes, dropping stuff in. Like I've got a food box, I've got a crafting materials box, and I've got a weapons box and tools. And so it's just click, 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 and I'm done. And then I'm back to what I'm doing. And then questing is way better. Like questing gives. Like, just without digging in as making this the Seven Days to Die podcast, like, there's just so much quality of life that's been done with that. It's just unbelievable how good it is. Yeah. And it's still a kind of a janky-looking game. But I will tell you, there's so much heart in that indie-ass game. Um, again, my most played game probably of all time, aside from World of Warcraft. Yeah. It, it, I've got some hours in it, but I've got, if not... The same amount, if not more, into Ark. You know, and I think, honestly, I dug Ark way more than you did. Um, most of the times that we played together on Ark, it was, uh, I was the one building the fucking grand bases and, you know, and doing all of the fucking really big shit, right? But I just figured out how to run electric fences through the trap, so that's the next thing I do. Yeah, see... It, you know the thing the 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 one thing that's that disappoints me about Seven Days to Die is the one thing that they're improving, which is what the zombies. Oh, well, right. I mean, they've got a creative mode now, so if you want to just build shit, you have that too. Right, but I mean that, that that's that's the thing. The whole whole reason why I liked you know Seven Days to Die is that I could completely ignore the zombies, uh, and and play the crafting part. You know, and and I. And that's why they have creative mode. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if I wanted a creative mode, I, I would play a different game. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> when it, when I it encourage you if it. you get really bored, 
that I, mean, I saw you, you playing it. it it was you know and it, and it was intriguing but then again you know like i said i play the you know i play that game specifically for the crafting uh and if i'm going to play something for the crafting you know arc has actually you know gotten you know at least a couple expansions since the last plate uh so there's so much that i would need to basically relearn from arc or and uh whole new areas to explore that would be the first place I'd go if I was going to, you know, pick up a, you know, a server-based online crafting game. It was, it'd be either that or I would, you know, finally, after, like, fucking, what, 15 years, play Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, they've got, like, these weird um, auto turrets now that you can set more than they had before. They've got, like, a junk turret that's basically like the the junk gun from Fallout. That you can load up with scrap, and that's its bullets. And then you just it just chucks gun, you know, chucks junk at <laughs> people. Yeah, I think it chucks iron scrap at them. But well, iron is useful. It, but there's all different ways to find iron right now. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I highly recommend it right now. Well, I, the more that they incre- improve the zombies, the less I'm going to be interested in it. That's just the way it's, it's just be. improving the tower defense aspect, but. Yeah. I think with that, we should take a break, don't you guys think? We should. Uh, We'll be back. And we're back. Oh, yeah. Woo! Doggy shakes. I'm trying to try to be hyped up. I'm trying. It's 25 hours now. <laughs> hey, you know it's random. Random bit of news here. I was talking about Shelob earlier. Fuck. And she's she's uh she's learning. <laughs> so normally she builds a web in front of the door that one of the dogs knocks loose, kind of going out, mm-hmm. right? And then she's got to rebuild her web. She moved her web over about a foot in front of the window next to the door. So now she doesn't get her web disturbed all the time. So, and there's still very few bugs in front of my door again, which is nice. She's learning. This is a side of intelligence. She's going to eat your face. She's like the size of my thumbnail, but getting bigger all the time. Fuck all of that. Now, there was a spider outside of my, uh, outside of my apartment door on the railing. And this spider, big fucking black ugly fucking thing basically like every other spider only it was visible um and was always sitting there in that spot right as i came out the fucking door every night building a fucking web like i hate you go away and then one day i come back from work and i see a spider corpse on the uh, on the pavement that's being eaten by ants and over the course of 24 hours, little bits of the spider just decided to uh, just dis- disappeared until nothing was left. And I'm like, well, the, the ants conquered it. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> I fucking, it was like, it was yeah, my, that spider too. My parents have these like trees in their front yard and they always build webs in the trees and it's like pitch black out there. Yeah. So I leave at night, like I just like do the t-rex thing like wave my arms in front of my face as i go to my car 
so that at least it's my hands that catch it and not my face. Not the face. <laughs> not the face. <laughs> not the face. Um, um, yeah. Other things, I, I kind of wanted to talk about something I'll, to let you guys bleed into some stories, because I just have I have uh, one story and some game release news. Um, something that's different about this is musicians are with, you know, we'll, I'll just dip my toe in the COVID thing of 2020 as it is affect a lot of things. Um, musicians are not making any money right now. So I've been ordering band t-shirts about once a week because the bands that I listen to aren't, you know, I'm not listening to Drake, right? I'm not listening to somebody that has so much money that they'll survive a year without touring. I'm listening to people that tour in vans, um, you know, that don't make a lot of money. So I've been buying t-shirts. And then a lot of these people have been adapting into a completely different market. And it's kind of funny to see my interests crossing over from one thing to another and then it mixing. Right. So I like video games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of these guys are playing video games as part of their streams as well as some live performances. And I just want to give a quick shout out to a couple of them. Sweet. Um, if you like Extreme Metal and Dark Souls, um, you can listen to Dean Lamb's stream, who does his practices for his band Archspire. But he also plays some video games, and then he also plays, like, Guitar Hero sometimes. Yeah, which is kind of odd. Yeah, he thinks it's ridiculous. He's like, this isn't even mapped right. Uh, right. And he's not very good at it, but he can play all the parts, which is funny. Um, you would think that they'd be play- he'd be playing something like Rocksmith or something, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, he does uh, He does a lot of interesting streams, and then he teaches guitar on there, too. But that's he's making money through a Patreon, playing guitar and talking about video games and playing music um, another band that's like got no attention that i like a lot is a band called hath which actually has a twitch channel right now well they play video games four times a week and then do one live stream of playing stuff so they've done live streams so they've all played and done like mini concerts mm-hmm. and then just one of the main guitar guys um will play songs from their library on like wednesdays and then the other days they play video games and stream that on twitch and that's how they're trying to make money so I've got a half shirt on order right now as well. There you go. Um, that I'll be getting. Um, wearing a Revocation t-shirt right now. He's not doing the streaming thing, but I was like, man, I want that band to keep, stay around. So I'm going to do that. I've got a Dinosaur Jr. t-shirt on order as well because I want Jay Maskus to continue to make music. Um, I watch, uh, again, my, the range of my music's fairly broad. I, I really like Death Cab for Cutie. Um, Ben Gibbard from that band does a Friday stream where he plays a set list, um, via his webcam. Um, he actually does it via Facebook, but, um, a lot of these like, now they're a bigger band, but they're not, again, they're not Drake. These are, they are a successful band over a 20 year discography, but still makes most of their money touring. Spotify doesn't make bands money. No. I've got a friend of mine that's a touring musician and he makes pennies on spotify yeah right like a guy with 500,000 listens that didn't even make a week's worth of money off that yeah right like it's, like that equals that equals like 50 bucks yeah if it's, that i right? mean depends on it depends on the volume and that's really all spotify looks at is just the raw number volume yeah and if you're not like one of the top 100 you're not and they're not even even the top 100's not making that much money they right. just get their name out right so, 
Um, if just, you like smaller bands, I encourage you to buy a little bit of merch during this. If you've got extra cash and you're not struggling, that's one of the things that I'm doing to try to help with that is just, you know, I got a band that I want to stay around. That's a smaller band. I'll buy a t-shirt or something and just continue on that way. And I feel like that's my part that I'm playing towards keeping music alive. Yeah. Especially the ones that are screaming. So I actually planned on saying that I was going to shout out on some of these guys' channels. So now that I've actually said it, after I post this, I'm going to go back and say, hey, we shouted out on this show. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's good to see them actually, you know, using that uh, uh, using that to uh, uh, to kind of supplement the, sh- the shit, you know, that's being... I'm, I'm not able to speak right now because my brain's fucking mush. But it's, you know, Twitch is actually a, a, a Twitch... Uh, Facebook gaming, pretty much any streaming service uh, that allows you to, you know, get super chats or donations or things like that uh, is is actually a, a fairly decent way of a getting, you know, you know, being able to play for your fans, uh, and b, I mean, it's it would well, give people an opportunity to see, um, you know, to basically experience a mini concert, just like you well, said. Well, and that's just what I'm saying is they're not making money off the concerts. They make money off merch. Yeah. So bands nowadays, unless you're huge, don't make dick off record sales. Yeah. Right. Well, direct donations. Uh, direct donations is actually another you know another good way uh, to do it as well. I mean, if giving I was, ten ten dollars to your ten favorite bands over the course of the next few months yeah. is nothing. And if you buy a lot of video games or do something like that, or you have a little bit of disposable income and you're a music lover like I am, mm-hmm. like, to me, I'm investing in these bands staying around. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, I've got a Devin Townsend shirt that I'll be buying here in another little bit that's another way because I want to support him. He's doing, if, Devin Townsend is a really weird musician, but um, if you're interested in him... Um, just know that if you listen to him once, you literally haven't listened to enough because he's got 10 different styles of music he does. And he's doing these, he did some weird one-off concerts. He's doing like these weird, like monthly tracks that he's just recording for the pandemic and then doing like a Patreon thing for that. Um, and then he's kickstarting his album, I believe right now. Okay. So like trying to make money that way cause he can't tour, but like he literally, is putting all his money back because for him to tour, it costs $50,000 a month to keep all the people that go with him on tour surviving. Mm, right. Right. It's running a company monthly to do that. Right. And that's one of the slightly bigger bands that I, or artists that I listen to. But again, still fairly fringe. Yeah. Um, we're not talking Radiohead or we're not talking, you know, I keep using Drake because it's just the most popular thing I could think of. <laughs> I know he's like the nickel back of hip hop, but... <laughs> Like, I'm just thinking of, like, somebody who makes, like, as much money as God. It would be somebody like Drake, right? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to shit. So, uh, it's it's a good way. I mean, you know, buying merch from, you know, from uh, from any, you know, uh, any band that you like is, is one good way of doing it. You know, and, of course, you always have the option in those... Uh, you know, because of those streams, and I know streamer culture, like, looking at, watching, you know, a lot of live stream, you know, over the years, um, it's, you know, like, subscribing to their channels is is one thing, but yeah, you know, uh, the, some of the money actually goes towards, 
the uh, the the streaming service, you know, like Twitch takes half of it, or you know, or whatever, right? Uh, but a direct donation, they get all of it, you know. And if you if you like the band, you like the uh, you know, like the performances, and you want to you know want to support them, merch is one good way. Uh, but there's still overhead on merch. I mean, you got to have it shipped and have it made. Yeah, uh, I had, I am Dean and asked the guy that does one of the other streams. And I said, "What site is going to make you guys the most money?" And then I basically got something that went through um, what is it called? Something uh, underground or whatever, which was the store that they directly give their merch to to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's one way to have something tangible. I mean, I, I've actually donated you know, directly to people, uh, because I like their, you know, I like their content or I've, I thought that they did something that was really cool or funny or, or, or whatever. And I just dire- directly donate them. I don't do it very often. Um, but it's, uh, it, it is one good way to do, uh, to, to support good content. And that's, uh, that is a, new way i guess it's not necessarily very new but it's you know it's it's a good way to actually have... they're they're streaming doom eternal right now they're doing they're streaming doom eternal <laughs> of course they are uh, <laughs> uh so yeah that's that's just another good you know another way for them to uh to be able to make money during this time it's this sucks like 2020 sucks everything about it well and i'm just thinking about this band right <laughs> like they're so small they have 360 subscribers right yeah like I need to support these guys. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, find your artists, man. It's you know they're the ones that are really really struggling right now. You know, so you know they they literally can't do their job. Bandcamp. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of these guys have merch on Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp. I've, which, I've heard that. Yeah, and that's the best way because that stuff is directly sold by them. Sweet. Anyways, that was kind of random, but I just felt like it was necessary with everything that's going on, like, especially when it cross-pollinates with what we do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of speculation, and I looked through several stories about the PS5 launch price. Yeah. Um, what you see? Anywhere from 450 to 500 bucks. So 450 to 499 is about what they're looking at at launch, and it was France that kind of leaked the story on this um, on a merchandiser's website by accident, which looked to me to be about right. Well, it's it seems to be. Uh, That's right. like their magic price point. It seems fucking weird to be doing this when there's this much unemployment around the world. But Well, I, I don't think that they were necessarily planning on COVID. I think that the the idea for uh, for this was in the works well before all this. Uh, and and the reality is is that uh, you don't necessarily have to get a you know you know Series X or PS5. Uh, the you know the games for PS4 and the current Xbox generation is going to you know it's going to continue. You you don't you're not going to all of a sudden lose access to it. It's it's just more powerful hardware and honestly the next generation, you know, consoles, they're going to have limited games to start with anyway. You know, just like any console generation, it's going to, you know, it's going to trickle in as developers, you know, jump over to the next generation. Um, Of course, the games are going to look beautiful and probably run way better than what you have right now. 
you know, I mean, not probably, it will, because I've seen some of the tech specs. And, uh, you know, some of the tech demos that they've done uh, with the new hardware. It's it's really impressive, actually, for a console. Uh, it's actually on par, if not beating certain PC, you know, uh, situations. So, that's great. Um, <clears throat> but the reality here is, is that what we're currently going through right now is temporary. It's not the end of the world. Uh, it, you know, as much as a lot of people, you know, some people actually will think it is, it's, it, it will pass. Uh, and we will be able to get back on our feet, uh, and have disposable income, you know, going forward. So if you don't pick up a PS5 on launch day, you can pick up a PS5 later, or same thing with Xbox. Uh, you know, you can pick it up, you know, first quarter or second quarter of, you know, 2021, and you would have access to, you know, all of the games that can't, you know, that came out, you know, in those, you know, three, six months, <clears throat> which would give you more options to play. Uh, so, uh, honestly, the price itself, looking at just the price itself of 500 bucks, for what you're getting, as far as a 4K-capable system with the hardware that yeah, that's in it, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, to be honest, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find a PC that could do the same thing at 500 bucks. You'd be real hard pressed to do, uh, to find a PC that could do uh, to to be able to output 4K uh, at a you know, reasonable pre uh, refresh rate. Yeah, I can't even do 4K on my PC reasonably most of the time. You know, yeah, and I'm thinking the you know they're they're targeting 60, uh, you know, 4K at 60 uh, refresh rate, 60 frames per second. Um, that's that's the target for the. Uh, uh, for the consoles, and that's that's way better than what we have right now. I mean, you're looking at uh, the current you know console generation can do 4K, but it's at 30 or 24 or whatever. You know, it, it's a much lower, or they can, or you could go for performance and get a little bit higher refresh rate uh, refresh rates. But the it averages right around the 30 refresh rate on TVs, and uh, that's that. Uh, that aspect of it is actually getting dated. You know, it's to the point where I could actually, you know, I can tell the difference immediately looking at console gameplay versus PC gameplay because of the ref uh, of just frames per second. 60 frames per second for me is the minimum I would accept on my PC. Uh, and and the capability of monitors nowadays, you know, allows you to go way past that. Right. Uh, with modern televisions, you know, the only thing that's going to be holding back most, you know, consumers nowadays is what TV you have. You know, if you have right. a, you know, a 4K TV that can, you know, that can only output a certain refresh rates, certain hertz. Uh, that's really going to be what's going to be holding back what you're seeing. Uh, but more and more, the, uh, the the televisions are you know coming out with 4K 60, and that's kind of becoming the standard. Uh, I mean, so, that's what I got right now. It's just the 
4K 60. Right. So 4K at 60 refresh rate. Uh, 60 hertz refresh rate, which means you'll get a maximum of 60 frames per second on your, you know, on your television. So it's a great sweet spot for these consoles. Uh, so I think that you know, I mean, if it if it dropped and it was confirmed at 500, you know, 499 or 500 bucks, I'd pay for it. I I mean, I'd pick one. Obviously, it's not a 300 dollar purchase like you know, like previous generations. Uh, but I would pick one and go with it. Right. And honestly, you only really need to pick one, uh, you know, you know, to, uh, you know, to get into that. And personally, my, my personal opinion would be to pick up the PlayStation. You know, if you are a PC gamer anyway, you pick up the PlayStation because the Xbox exclusives will end up on PC at some point. I don't know. Gavin said the other day that he preferred the uh, Microsoft platform. I saw that. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly <laughs> why Gavin actually said that. I um, feel like he's trolling. Well, I had heard other things Microsoft well. made a deal with Steam. Well, I, that's one of the things that I heard. I And this is not confirmed in any way that, no, that I know not. of. Uh, there was the the rumor that that was ha- yeah, that that was a thing. Uh, Steam was working with Microsoft to kind of merge the two together, and really, the new consoles are what Gabe kind of wanted for the Steam box setup, right? You know that kind of power in a uh, you know in a box. Uh, the other thing that I heard, which is also unconfirmed, um, and I'm not even sure is even a thing, was that the Xbox would have like a desktop mode. Yeah, and I mean, with PC Game Pass and stuff like that, like, we're getting closer and closer to where the margin is very low. Mm-hmm. To where if there were games that were cross-compatible, it wouldn't make sense to be able to just download it on your Xbox and then cross-play with somebody on PC. Right. It's, you know, it's a... It's a it's PC an definitely it. has more room, wiggle room with what you can do. Yeah, but you know but, the 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 price of entry is much higher on PC. Uh, it's just the price of software is usually lower. The price of software is lower because you can get a lot better deals, uh, especially on Steam sales and things like that. Uh, but the price of entry is higher because uh, getting like a thirty eighty Ti or twenty eighty Ti or anything like that that's that's a a big chunk of change up front uh, for having the power to be able to run modern games. And right now it's taxing what I have to be able to do things at, uh, 1440 at a, you know, at about a hundred refresh rate, you know, a hundred frames per second. Um, yeah, and I usually, it still uh, does aim, it. I usually aim for 1440 <clears throat> at 60 FPS is what I aim for. Right. It still does it. It's just, it pushes everything to, you know, to a, a point where I know that I couldn't push it much further than that. Uh, so there's not more, you know, there's not more headroom in what I've got. I've got a 2080, not a TI, just a, a normal 2080. Um, <clears throat> so eventually I will have to upgrade if I'm, you know, if I want to keep up with, you know, with graphics. Hey, I'll buy that 2080 off you. Well, <clears throat> There's other people that want it too, so make me a deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
and I, and I that's that's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to pick up play, a PlayStation Five. That's kind of on the on the roster. Uh, and I'm also going to pick up a 3080 Ti because reasons. Um, but I'm also kind of playing with the idea of you know rebuilding my uh, my machine, my rig, and having you know you know having new hardware because yeah things you know things have changed. I don't have NVMe on my you know on my system. I would like to upgrade the storage, and everything needs to be reinstalled anyway. Just to you know, a fresh start is always a good thing. So <clears throat> yeah, so th- those are things that you know that are going to happen in the future, and that's a lot of fucking money if you think about it, right there. <laughs> that's like you know probably two grand for the PC. You know, and, uh, I mean, conservative two grand, uh, and another 500 for the PlayStation, not counting any games. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's still, that's still quite a bit, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking just to get into that, it's, it's a, it's a big pill, but it's worth it, I think. Where I'm at right now with my spending is, <laughs> it's so hard to justify this stuff right now. Uh, if, I mean, if you were, if uh, I could just hurry up and save for a wedding and have that money on back on my backlog, that would be nice, so that I could just start upgrading shit again. There you go. You just put the you know, you you put the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation Five on the register, and you're good. <laughs> I Can't don't do wanna, that. I don't want a blender. I want. I want. Oh, you can't do that. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, I could. I have way too much credit. My credit's way too good. I could I could put stuff on a card. No, no, no. I'm talking about the wedding register. Oh. You know, I don't want I don't want the Blendtec blender. I want I, I want a play, I want a PlayStation. Yeah. I don't want the stand mixer. I, you know all the, the the standard wedding gifts, right? Yeah, that stuff will be on there too. Of course, the stand mixer will happen. Uh, will will happen, but the <laughs> the next gen console will be on there too. <laughs> now, there's uh, man, my brain is fucked up right now. Yeah, the the bit of news I had was on the speculation on price point. Did you guys, ha- if did you guys have anything <clears throat> else that you had dug up? Well, I can tell you the uh, that as of. As of today, the recording day of you know of this, uh, um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn actually hit PC. Oh yeah, it did did not. Uh, and it's currently getting, uh, it's currently getting shit on in reviews uh, on on Steam. I didn't know that. Uh, That's the a reason good game. the reason why it's getting shit on is not because of the game. Uh, it's because the you know the game isn't uh, is not running. Uh, Oh. For some people, it is crashing after five minutes, or some people can't even get through the prologue uh, without it crashing. It's stuttering a lot. Uh, there's there's quite a bit of performance issues uh, with the uh, the current iteration, and uh, <clears throat> the uh, preview copies uh, for you know for people who were lucky enough to actually get preview copies, not me. Um, they uh, they were saying that they were also having quite a bit of issue being able to play the game in 4K. 
the 4K mode stuttered quite a bit, uh, and there was some optimization issues, and uh, the devs said that there would be a day one patch to fix the 4K issues. And no patch. And I don't don't didn't see a day one patch. <clears throat> of course, I didn't buy the game right away. I'm thinking about it, uh, just just because. I mean, uh, it, it is it is uh, fifty bucks, and that is kind of a bummer because I did play it on PlayStation. Why don't you just wait for Steam sale come Black Friday and pick it up then? Because by yeah. then the bugs will be worked out, and you've already played the game, right? Right. I've played the game, uh, so I'm not really chomping at the bit to buy it. Uh, but the people who haven't been able to play it because they don't own a PlayStation, they've been waiting for it on PC, it's kind of a bummer. Um, the, uh, the, the performance issues, I am sure that they'll have the performance issues fixed, the stability fixed. Um, it's it's just kind of disappointing looking at uh you know it's not just because it's a bad port there's something else in the on the dev side of it that uh you know that isn't quite right because if you look at death stranding you know death stranding actually came out and there wasn't any performance issues i i did not experience any i mean i okay i experienced one but it was an nvidia driver issue uh, once I downloaded the driver, problem resolved. Yeah, but that's on an NVIDIA thing. Right. So this is not due to NVIDIA drivers. I checked as of today to see if there was a game-ready driver for NVIDIA, uh, and I did not see any new drivers. So, so it's on the game side. So it's on the game side. Um, not saying that it couldn't be a driver issue and that NVIDIA will be, you know, you know submitting a... a uh, a driver update. Uh, it's just, um, I, I think it's more of an optimization issue. Uh, and considering the devs already said there was going to be a day one patch to fix 4k, uh, they are aware that there's a problem, but currently it's being, it's, it's being shit, you know, uh, shit on right now. It was a mixed review last I checked <clears throat> on steam. And most of the negative reviews was because of the performance. It's a great game, though. I mean, you know, it doesn't need, it doesn't deserve being shit on. And I'm, I'm hoping that once they get this fixed, those reviews get changed. Uh, because it's, it's worth playing if you haven't played it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Quite so, a bit. speaking of remasters, there's a couple of remasters on the horizon here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I will say. New so, games this month to look out for. Wasteland 3 is going to be on Game Pass if you have any interest. I am very interested in that. That's end of the month. That's uh, my actual game birthday present to me. Um, but a for sure remaster that's coming out soon is Kingdoms of Amular Re-Reckoning is coming out on consoles next month. Next month. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, for 39 bucks. I was I was looking into this because uh, there was some uh, some information that was leaked... And then, of course, they put it up on their uh, their official page, and I was looking into it because I am probably the only person on the ta- at the table that's that actually it. played the game to completion. But that was a while ago. That was like right after Reckoning came out. I um, have it on PC, and I've gotten through like forty hours of the eighty-hour game. It is, yeah. Um, 
from what I've been able to gather, uh, that game has been basically re- rebuilt from the ground up with uh, with a new engine, uh, and it looks. And Kurt Schilling better. making his money back, or somebody else is capitalizing on it, and uh, I don't know. I haven't looked into the story of it, but I'm just it, curious if it's making up for the loss that they've had on that game originally that fucking bankrupted Rhode Island. Well, it's, you know, it's obviously not the, you know, the exact same team that, you know, that built the original game uh, because that team went under and was dissolved. Uh, but what, uh, what we're, what we've gotten from a, uh, a Q&A or an Ask Me Anything or something like that where the, the devs actually answered. <laughs> not QAnon. <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, the devs actually answered some fan questions, and uh, they wanted to know the extent of the remake and the involvement of the previous devs. And what they you know what they were saying is that uh, they are on they're not in any, any official capacity working directly with the original devs, but they're in contact with them. So if they have a question like how that worked. Uh, they would uh, those devs would give them friendly hints as to how to get that to work. So they're not like officially credited, but they'll probably be in the special thanks section of the uh, of the credits. Um, so speaking of other releases that are, this is a potential. This is huge rumor. So take this with a grain of salt. Um, there's a UK website that had posted and taken down a pre-order for Mass Effect Trilogy for the September 29th. Ooh. Mass Effect Trilogy remastered. So, who knows? I just say keep an an eye on it and see what comes of it. Other things coming out soon. Um, Watch Dogs Legion comes out October 29th, which I'm curious about. Marvel's Avengers comes out September 4th, which I'm not, I don't know how I feel about. Um, and then for the rest of the year, you basically got Valhalla comes out November 17th and Cyberpunk comes out November 19th. See, and that's what we got the rest of the year. So like we almost can, cons- I think in between, um, Game Pass is going to have a lot of other releases to look forward to, of uh, some of these smaller things, kind of like, you know, Rusty's digging in and get some of these indie games so that he doesn't have to buy them, um, yeah. check some stuff out and there might be some gems that kind of come out of that. Well, uh, for the price of two games, you basically get access to, you know, probably ten games that you end up playing. And and the uh, Game Pass is just is is actually getting better as it goes along. Um, Regrounded came out on that, and that's a pretty big release game. Well, it's just the, you know, the the alpha. It's a pre-release. Yeah, it's a pre-release. Um, the the thing with uh with Game Pass is that. Every so often, you'll end up with a you know a bigger title on there, like you know, and it would be the day it released. You'll have the you know the bigger title on there. You know, anything Microsoft Studio Direct is coming out day one on Game Pass, right? And which that, is owns Obsidian, which owns In Exile, right? Right. Which owns like Fable, whenever if that becomes a good thing, right? Like the studio that has that. Right, three, so, four, three, Halo. Right, yeah, you'll end, you'll end up with the new Halo, uh, uh, Gears. Yeah, Gears. Any Gears games? Uh, and then I found too, 
some of the indie titles that I'm looking for on Steam, mm-hmm. and then some of the titles that come out on Epic Game Store also end up on Game Pass. Yes. Which, yep. which is why I haven't bought a lot on Epic Game Store because it ends up coming to Game Pass. Well, see what I. Oh, I'm looking is... to see if that shark game will come to Game Pass soon. Uh, I'm not sure. The shark RPG. Oh, the shark. Okay, okay. Uh, I think it's called Man Eater. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is this is how I work. Uh, I, I have, I have those three. I have Steam. I have. Epic Game Store, and I have the game uh, and Game Pass, and I open all three of them. Uh, this is exactly <laughs> what I do too. So it's, I, it's like, what's on Game Pass first? Right. I, I look at what's what's included with Game Pass, and if it's a game that I was interested in buying that's on Game Pass, I don't buy it. I look at uh, the Epic Game Store and see whether or not the game, you know, there's a game on their, you know, their like weekly free section. You know, cause you, I actually just get all of them. Yeah, you just get all the fucking free games. And then eventually, like, I, that library is huge at this point. Right. Well, yeah, I've, I've got, got a, like a hundred games through Epic, and I'll probably play 20 of them. Yeah. But, but I've got like a hundred games on Epic, the, and I've only paid four. Right. Price uh, of free is pretty good. Atomicrops. Yeah. That so, just came out. So, and, and uh, as of next week, uh, Remnant from the Ashes is coming out, you know, on. Epic Game Store. I thought about finally picking that back up. Matt, who's been on the show a few times, has mm-hmm. been bugging us on our secret channel about playing that. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, doing another playthrough as well because they uh, they did some updates to it, and I think they released a DLC for it recently. And there's two DLCs right yeah. now for it. So I mean, I haven't touched any of that. I just played the base game through. So I I, I wouldn't mind starting over and you know and just, you know doing that again. But I mean. Those ecosystems, while being separate, they give you access to a lot of really good deals, you know? So, you know, whatever's on free, you know, free from Epic and whatever's free on the Xbox Game Pass, I'll play those if it's something that I was mildly interested in. That's how I, you know, that's how I picked up Neon Abyss and uh, and Carry On, actually. Uh, And I probably wouldn't have purchased either one of those outright. You know, yeah, I might have purchased Carry On. I'm, I'm may go. It just, it's the mood of whatever I'm in right now. And right now, I'm really itching to see what happens on Horde Night Day 14. Right. You know, and uh, you know, it's, it's a good way of getting into, uh, getting into those. I, I have a couple things that I'm looking forward to. You know, one of the games that you didn't list on, on your list there of com- games coming out uh, is Serious Sam Four. Uh, which uh, comes out on September 24th. Uh, and Serious Sam, m- me and Serious Sam have had a uh, on and off relationship. Uh, I remember playing uh, the original Serious Sam when it first came out. Because that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, th- I mean, that was a thing on my, you know, on my original PC. You know, right. So I... Uh, uh, anytime a new Serious Sam comes out, fuck it, I'll play it. I mean, it's you know what I saw from you know from the tech, you know that they were you know they were pushing on that is just like a stupid amount of enemies on screen, and that is that's what I want from a Serious Sam game. So I'll probably pick that up when it comes out. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, there's uh, there's some other things, but it's. 
Right. I mean, there was some on and off stuff about uh, Xbox Live Gold going away. Um, yeah. But that's that's been debunked none of that's by, ever confirmed. Yeah. You know, well, it was actually debunked um, by Microsoft. It's not going away. You know, they're not getting they're not getting rid of their cash cow. <laughs> right. Um, they just rebranded it. Is all. So after twenty minutes of silence, I have something actually. Oh yeah. Um, couple small pieces Baldur's Gate 3 has been delayed again bummer um so they said that the uh, that the new release date will be announced on the 18th uh when they when they do their panel from hell um take your time that game needs to be great yeah i agree i have faith in that studio I do. I mean. Um, and then a game Justin and I thoroughly enjoyed uh, will be getting its first DLC expansion. Uh, the Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon comes out on September 9th. I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. I, I, I gave that a, a, another go this week, too. I played maybe two hours of it. <laughs> and then I got to the first town and it was like, this is where I stopped last time, wasn't it? Yep. I kind of feel the same. <laughs> and, and I just turned it off. I don't know why that game it fails to capture my imagination at the beginning. And I think that once I get past that, I'll get into it. But so I'm, I'm not getting could, rid of the I could, save. I really could play that game again. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of the save. I'm just going to chip away at the first, you know, first few quests until I get invested. So, it's not going to be a serious play for me. So, you think we ought to call it? I guess. I yeah. mean, I'm the one that's up for, you know, been up for 26 hours. He's got hours. another hour of driving, and it's past midnight. Yes. Yep. So, Jason, where can you find us? Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash the real tiltcast, and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. You got Cabbage KBG, you got For the Love of Gaming, you've got NoQuarters.net, BMFcast.com, and Picking Up the Pixels and TVGP.TV. They do fantastic things. They have a nymph, they have a Boston, and they talk video games. I'm too tired to get more creative than that. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear about you tired. I'm on my sixth wind, dude. I work tomorrow. <laughs> and with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.